Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Second clap. All right. This is exciting. This is big time. Is there a washing machine going or something? Yeah, there's a washing machine going. Seems unprofessional. This is exciting. Huge day. Blake Griffin has been traded. Can I just let out a celebratory Los Angeles? Really good news. I used to support the Clippers, and I stopped supporting them when they got Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and their whiny little bees. So it's great to see they're back on track. You excited? I mean, not really. We're also going to do uh, Where is in the World is uh, Tavo Cephalosha. It's time for, that. for Advanced Analytics. Haircut boy, haircut boy. <laughs> Are you trying to mock me about getting a haircut? Yeah. That's so mean. Well, It's like from high school, right? For those of you who can't see Guy right now, yeah. get this. He's got a haircut. You're trying to bully me, but that's not how bullying... Bullying only works if there's multiple people ganging up, I think, on well, one person. Well, listeners, join me in a little haircut boy no chant. Three, two, one. Haircut boy. What a... Haircut boy. It's funny how Haircut. a high school students like know how to get you. Like, because like you're especially at high school, you're very insecure about your looks and you're very sensitive about getting a haircut, mm. and they know that, and that's they prey on your your biggest weakness. Yeah, like just like me and all the listeners are right now. All right, it's time for some mildly entertaining uh, basketball chat. It's time for the week in review. Week in review. Um, Blake Griffin has just been traded along with Willie Reed and Bryce Johnson, two players I've never heard of in my life. Shows you what a great analyst I am. Uh, for Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, who's expiring, Boban, who's a bad contract, uh, a first-round pick in 2018 and a second-round pick in 2019. I reckon you can look at this trade in two ways. One way is how a 14-year-old would look at it and go, cool, the Pistons got a star. Blake Griffin, slam dunk. He jumped over the kind of part of a car one time. Hmm. And, uh, and obviously they got the best player in the trade, which is some people are like, oh, the, the, the trade is judged on who gets the best player, and they got the best player. None of these teams are contenders. The other way to look at it would be, Detroit, what, are you, what is you doing, you idiots? You picked up a guy who cost $180 million. You'll be paying him $40 million in 2022. He's already on the decline athletically. He means nothing to the franchise. He's going to hate being in Detroit. And he is past his prime, probably. Even if he picks it up, he's mm. not worth his contract. LeBron couldn't play up to the contract that he's got. Yeah. The Clippers signed him because they thought he's the only good period they've had in their history, yeah. pretty much. Shout out to the Alton Brand years, Corey McGetty, that was a good time. Shout out to the time those three guys got on slam cover and now uh, wore their singlets backwards. Um, shout out to Darius Miles. Mm. Um, but they signed him because they were going to try and move to a new sta- stadium, keep the excitement in the franchise going, have a big dunker. And he's like their branding, they sold him on, was Clipper for life. He has value to them 
more than just being... Uh, he's the face of the franchise. For Detroit, he's nothing. Even if he's good, no. they've still got a shit team that's a only going to be just as good as the Clippers mm. who he just left. Let, At worst, then have Lou Williams lighting it up from... Let me play devil's advocate. You don't even know what that word means. So I don't. don't. Really do that. That's the first time I've ever said it. Yeah. But let me play it nonetheless. He's still like a big name star. He's definitely something for Detroit. Yeah, but... A team who has been struggling to get anyone to their games, supposedly because of exorbitant... That's the first time I've used that word as well. <laughs> Is that the right word? Use it well. Exorbitant, exorbitant ticket, ticket prices. Yeah. Because uh, their stadium costs too much or something. He's, he's not the... Ex- he's a big-name star. But, like, sign Vince Carter. He's a big-name star. No. Who used to do some dunks. Also... He doesn't do big dunks anymore. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he, he'll probably get one. Hmm. In his no, career, no, but, but like he's, he's more of a like but, a like a whiny perimeter long twos kind of guy. Now. Yeah, but he is he is a big name. You give him. And, oh, and he is, no, I'm not. It's not that he doesn't have the potential to put up thirty points a game or be a star or play at an all star level this year and next year. It's that his contract is so much that mm. Detroit has no flexibility to do almost anything else. Yeah, the only player they can they can't trade him because of his bad contract. They've got no other assets because... Um, Who can they get rid of who's taking up money? Their point guard's terrible. No one's going to take him. Who else is taking up money that they can get rid Andre of? Andre Drummond they could get rid of. But he's their, their one asset. Yeah. You can't build a team around... What's the name of their crappy point guard? The guy came from Reggie OKC. Jackson. You can't build a team around him and no, he's the Blake truth. Griffin. It's a... It's a oh. I hope they turn out well. I, I don't want to hate on mm. Detroit. I, everyone's kind of like... Second or third favorite team, or you yeah. just kind of. Root I don't for think them. they gave up that much because Avery Bradley hadn't been good. No, 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 it's not. I know, I know, no, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just. It's not what they traded. Guy, well, Tobias Harris. Don't shoot the. Few don't shoot the devil's advocate, mate. Mate, it's just that they're they're locked into this cracktacular team, mate. I'm not the devil. I'm if just the team, advocate. <laughs> if a team that was going for a finals, like okay, so say the Toronto Raptors or the Washington Wizards are like. They're just they're, they're just hanging out. They're playoff teams, and they're like, we want to just give it one big push this year. Maybe you sign him, and you go, ah, oh, well, we we sacrifice our future. But the Pistons aren't close, mm. and this is not going to make them closer. And, I think it um, makes them closer. The Clippers, it makes me happy because they've not only got stuff back for both Chris Paul, that turned out really well, and now for Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, they're off Blake Griffin and they can rebuild uh, like a normal team rebuilds and they've they've traded him high as opposed to waiting until next year when and they can build around business. Austin Rivers no here comes Austin Rivers well I'll tell you what that Detroit first round pick um, teams take a while to develop and even if they mm. Detroit uh, has got better in the short term they might struggle for the next 10-15 games and follow the player while we're conference. talking about the Clippers it's worth to bring, worth bringing up as the official devil advocate, another week, another Lou Williams all-star snub. <laughs> he said that, and that annoyed me so much. Players not knowing how good they are, he's like, "What's wrong with getting? What's worse than getting snubbed once? Getting snubbed twice? You're not better than Paul George, you dumb." I reckon he is. Lou will, man. People, Sweet Lou will. People always joke about how the fact that he had two girlfriends and they got along, and they got along, but. For me, that seems more sane. Uh, it seems crazy, right? You're like, that's bizarre. What? That's whatever you call that. Do you call that not monogamy? What do you call that? Whatever, like they do in Salt Lake City. Anyway, having two girlfriends go along, but then when you think about, there's probably a lot of NBA players. Salt Lake City. Oh, well, Mormon, Mormons Mormonism? do like um, when you have 
multiple... One man with multiple wives. Oh, okay, yeah. Polygamy. Like in the film Big Love or something? Yeah, yeah, it's messed up. TV show, Big Love. Well, they're probably looking at us and going, oh, let's just stay with one person that's messed up. But mm. anyway, he's got two girlfriends and I know each other, but that was the rumour he had that. Um, I was, always thought that was messed up, but then I was thinking about it today and I was like, actually... That's probably more normal and better than a lot of NBA players who probably have two girlfriends who don't know about each other <laughs> or four girlfriends who don't know about each other. Like, at least, at least mm. he's kind of like, he's, he's open. He's or open Dwight Howard, who has like <laughs> 16 baby mamas. Hey, he loved all of those women. And that is, uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard is such a hilarious mess. So funny how he's poisoned. Kick him out of the NBA. Um, so just to back to the Blake Griffin thing for a little bit, $170 million and five, well, four and a half years he's played half a season left on his contract. Clippers mm. were genius because he could have just walked in the offseason. They won him over, and it does seem like a little bit like a dirty dog move. Yeah. They won him over by announcing him as like a lifelong Clipper and trying to go like, you're going to be here forever. Yeah. He loves LA, obviously. He mainly signed due to the fact that it's the most money any team can give him. Like in the same way Carmel Anthony just ruined his own career by re-signing with the Knicks for maximum money and a no-trade clause. Um, but the most bizarre thing was the, the club's front office, the day he was, like, getting, like, sh- you know, given the big chat, they wore T-shirts to the facility that had a photo of Blake Griffin on a T-shirt, a really badly made T-shirt, and it had hashtag pioneers, and it had other pioneers on the shirt, such as Muhammad Ali, okay, athlete, Nelson Mandela, oh, that's really weird, JFK, what? Um, Albert Einstein, Barack Obama, Mahatma Gandhi. What is wrong with these people? I would pay a lot for one of those shirts. Yeah. They should put that on Clippers on the online store. The worst thing about it is I'm pretty sure the colours were white for the printing and like kind of like military green for the colour of the... T- like it, did, it wasn't right. even... Cl- yeah, the yeah. whole thing was just... I guess it's Steve Barmer classic, but um, mental. And people are like, oh, they did him wrong by telling me he's going to be a clipper for life and a pioneer and stuff. Um, he also did punch their equipment manager in the face. So yeah. we all did bad things. It just cancelled them out. And an eye on. for an eye. We all lose our sight. Um, Darren Ravel. I hate when people do this because like, it was really weird. And this is the first time I noticed this kind of like meme or like running observation. When Chris, uh, no, what's his name? Paul Pierce moved from Boston to Brooklyn. It was weird. It was embarrassing to see him in a Brooklyn uniform. It just seemed, he just, it seemed like he was a clipper, uh, sorry, a Celtic for life, right? Yeah, yeah. And he would have been, but Brooklyn offered such a stupid deal that they, you know, the Lakers would have traded Kobe Bryant for a stupid enough deal if they got three first round picks for him. Um, Unprotected, by the way. Uh, Okay. So that was weird when they saw him in that jersey and everyone's like, oh, isn't it weird? And since then, the internet, People don't like think of original ideas. They just remember jokes that they've seen yeah. in the past and like repeat them. And that's a big thing. It's like, oh, how weird is it to see this player? Darren Ravel, I, he's a good follower. He's the ESPN business guy. He tweeted, how weird is it to see Blake Griffin in a Detroit uniform and did the Photoshop of the Detroit, Blake mm. in a Detroit uniform? Not weird at all. Detroit's uniform is almost identical to the Clippers' uniform. Right. Just look normal. He's just like, the only difference is the word in the front. And he was like, so he actually replied, I tweeted, I was like, it doesn't look that weird at all. And um, he tweeted me back, oh, it's the word on the front. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow, you got a response. Yeah, and I was like, who can forget that um, legendary word Clippers? Like, it's not like you're leaving like a store. It's not like he's leaving Manchester United or, you know, he's mm. leaving the Los Angeles Clippers. Also, the- for a while, 
yeah, they've kind of changed uniforms so about many times. eight times. Yeah. yeah, and just thank G, you just be glad you have to wear those. I'm I'm happy because I was a Clippers fan and I had to abandon them because of Blake Griffin being the worst person in the world. There's just this week. He threw the ball at the referee across the court hard at I was his feet. Sh- I was shocked he didn't get ejected for that. He didn't get ejected. If, but everyone's been talking about how there's way too many ejections. But it's like, if you don't get ejected for, for that, yeah. hurling a ball at a referee... The, the referee what, was what an effing long way away. Like, it wasn't dangerous. Yeah, no. It's no, the intention. It was, yeah, it was the intention. It was a hard bad fall. But then not only that, he had the arrogance. He's just such an asshole on the court. He said, oh, what? Um, I have to pay money because you can't catch. Yeah, and I was like, "You're the worst guy." And it's funny because his whole brand previously was being the funny, lovable guy, and then he punched the equipment manager in the face, and then you're like, "Oh, actually, he's an a hole." If him, yeah. And now he has to suffer. It's pretty funny punishment. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong; he gets 170 million dollars, but suffer in Detroit. Yeah, uh, quite a culture shock, or not culture shock, but just from moving from LA to Detroit, bit of a different <laughs> vibe. And. Uh, and his girlfriend, Kendall Jenner, is not going to be happy. Is that my disaster. water? Yeah, I'm drinking your water. Don't take my water. I'm drinking your water. Haircut boy, now water thief as well. You deserve it, mate. You should not have it. Did you scull it all as well? Basically, yeah. There's a little, I've saved you a little bit. No, I don't want the mouthwash bit at the bottom. It's um, not a true fact. So you, come, just... you, come, you come out talking about how Blake Griffin's a bad guy, and then you go and do that. <laughs> um... This, you'd admit Jerry West, like again, looks like a legend. And while this is a cutthroat move, in the similar way that they got rid of Isaiah Thomas from Boston, even though like hmm. he played injured for them, and the, well, the, yeah, people always people get life. upset about um, stuff. But I think you have to be you cutthroat have to do to be yeah. successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, like like um, like it's quite sad Heat that when you see the Warriors cutting like Andrew Bogut, one of the, yeah, the OGs, or like um, but, or like how Miami and Dwayne Wade like. That, like, was, that was a dick move. Yeah, but I think, like, look at the Heat. They're the third best team in the East already. No, nah, but they're going They're nowhere. technically fourth, but like they're yeah. better than the Cavs. No, 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 they're not. And B, you can't be serious that you think they're even going to beat the Raptors. No, they're, I was including the Raptors, I think. Okay. I think well, it was Celtics, Raptors, Cavs, nah. Heat. So but, Dwayne Wade is the legend of the Heat, and it's a shame. He I'd argue that it's you don't. But you know what happened with Dwayne Wade? He took less money when LeBron came. Yeah. And then left less money even after LeBron left. Yeah. And they and they signed him to a one year contract. He's like, I'm going to play well this year and I'm going to get paid next yeah. year. But he's and washed they didn't up. Pay him. Yeah, yeah, he's washed up. But it now. was like a. It was like a. It, it was, was like evil. Duke, no, so is Duke Nowitzki and they pay him. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like that. You ruin your own but, franchise. But yeah, yeah, but look at look at where they're at now. And look they're at where no, the, nowhere. Look where the Mavs are at. No, one team's. Top four, yeah, yeah. the other team's bottom two. Yeah, but you know, in the NBA, if that's you're not, the difference. In the NBA, if you're not first, you're last. Is that an expression? Yeah, it is. Like, um, like, but how do you get first? Honestly, by doing horrible things. Honestly, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say that Dallas is as close to a championship as Miami. I'd say Dallas is a, my team, nah. Toronto. I'd say Dallas. I'd say right now, the chance of Toronto winning the championship. Seven percent. Mm. You know, it's not worth having that chance. Like, and they're good. They're a great team, well assembled. Great team. Unfortunately, you could have been two amazing super teams. Someone's talking today how that the Raptors currently it would be like the best of a Raptors team. Yep, that's not saying much though. It's not yeah, a proud but it's tradition. still just like quite the amazing. The previous best of a team was like um, a team led by Chris Bosh that made it into the second round. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so Jerry West, he deserves shout out for like being ruthless 
Nah, F Blake Griffin. He punched him in the face. It's not even that ruthless. Um, uh, it's, it's obviously setting up maybe some future trades. Hopefully DeAndre gets traded as well. Like the Clippers need to blow it up completely. Mm. To the Cavs. Well, someone, the Cavs, someone was also Cavs. saying maybe that uh, Avery and Tobias maybe weren't permanent and maybe yeah. they were about to get traded. Yeah, I hope Tobias goes somewhere good, um, if Avery Bradley. But even if he doesn't get traded, he's free agent next year. Mm. How, uh, how crazy is it how those three Celtics players, Crowder, IT, and Bradley, have just all garbage. gone to crap since leaving? And it's like... The power of the system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's um, same for any time someone picks up a Spurs player. Yeah, that's George true. George Hill... Uh, Boban. Basically, if you're a GM in the NBA and you're listening to this podcast, which I'm which sure many are. of you are, never do, do like trades with the Celtics or the Spurs. Yeah, or Rockets. Or Rockets? Rockets? favourite. Daryl Morey had a famous quote that was like, um, oh, this is unrelated, but it was just quite funny, him saying uh, that every game, they, they've traded so many players and moved so many players at such high rate that like every game they play is a revenge game for someone on the team and they forget. And then they're like, why did this guy score 30 points on us? Oh, yeah, it's a, we got rid of him two years ago. <laughs> um, no, Rockets are just kind of famous for fleecing people a little right, bit. Right, right, right. You know, they got James Harden. Oh, Magic, on the other hand, you do a trade with us, <laughs> you've probably got a future all-star. Or, um, or Sacramento Kings. Right. There's a few teams that just do dumb things. Brook- historically, the Brooklyn Nets... Although they got mm. Sean Marks from New Zealand, baby. Now they've got a good head on their shoulders. Um, speaking of poorly run franchises, got to talk about the Boogie Cousins injury. RIP to him and his season, yeah. possibly career, as it's an injury that's hard to come back from. I haven't actually written down what the injury was, but league. It was his injury. ACL, right? Yeah, just, you can just guess ACL for any injury, though, right? I don't know where the ACL is, but Achilles? Is ACL just text talk for Achilles, like a shortened version? I actually want to Google that right now because it's quite interesting. Well, it's not that interesting. Something ligament? Stopping the podcast. Achilles calf ligament is my guess. What's yours? Uh, mine's... Um, Whoever gets the closest, we get the dollar. Automated computer anterior cruciate ligament. You just ligament. looked that up. I think... Yeah, no, no, no. I did. I was yeah. guessing. Well, it was for a dollar, so I win by default. No, I think I was closer. No, you just read it. No, no, no. No, no my guess automated computer was as close as yours. It wasn't. Okay. Um... I'm annoyed I looked that up now. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is definitely one of the great what-if players, and that continues, right? Yeah. Like, the whole time they've been like, oh, if only he was on a good team. Mm. And then they're like, oh, well, at least we're oh. going to see him in the play. He's not on a good team, yeah. but at least we're going to see him in the playoffs, and he's going to cause problems because he's so big and he bullies people. And now he may never be the same again. And it's kind of his own fault for being a dickhead, but yeah. also... Supposedly didn't he do the injury in, like... Garbage time as well. Like the game was pretty much. Oh hard. yeah, it was real. No, but it was it was like one of those injuries that comes out of nowhere. Like he was just like retrieving a loose ball. Yeah, like it was really nothing. But just like sub him out. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but that yeah, it's definitely true for like Joel Embiid or a guy's on a minutes restriction. It's crazy when they get injured when they're not supposed to be on the court. Mm. But he was. I mean, it's, it's just. I mean, you should have subbed him out, but it's bad luck. Yeah. Um, the one good thing about Trump being president, as a weird thing to say, eh, um, is that. It gives idiots from the internet a chance at their dream. Like they're like, oh, what if we had this and we just got rid of trade and immigration and oh, yeah, here's your chance, mate. What if we um, talk, told Kim Jong-un to go F himself? Here's your opportunity. Great. So you get to try their – it's the one good thing is that those idiots finally get their dream and let's see how it goes. What if we finally get an outsider in the White House? Well, here you go. 
Um, and what, I kind of wish the same thing for Boogie Cousins, even though I've never been a big fan. I'm like, oh, get, just shut up and stop. He's another player who just thinks he's way better than his record would suggest. Yeah. Um, a uh, bit of a Lou Williams type. I was like, at least give him a chance to prove himself and like put him. It'd be lovely to see him on Boston, like in the Eastern Conference Finals, like bullying. And even even if he was with the Pelicans, I'd love to see a match up, like you know, eight one with the Warriors, and um, just try and like manhand. They, they couldn't beat them in a series, probably, but um, just see him trying to post up, push Durant out of the way and dunk it, push Draymond Green out of the way. Um, but I guess Pro will never know. This is the time to trade um, Anthony Davis, right? Two and a half years left on his contract. Yeah, probably. He's got to go. It's sad because, again, he's like Blake Griffin. Like He's like the one good spot of your franchise in the last 10 years. Um, but you can't build around him. You're going nowhere. You've only, you've only assembled... Not only have you failed to build around him, the other player you've got basically plays the same position as him. Here's a theory I have. Yeah. You shouldn't, your star player should never be a big, a center. That's that's quite common. Yeah. But, um, I mean, back in the day, I think it worked. Yeah. But I think in the modern game, like everyone, everyone used to always go on, Anthony Davis destroyer of worlds yeah, that's what and then it's like what well, he hasn't done anything and it's always his team he's been on a very fault. bad team though. yeah but people always say that but he's a destroyer of worlds it doesn't matter yeah he should have like get some d-league guys out there and he'll destroy yeah. the world but the, the thing is like, with the nba now is it's so super teamed up that it used to be that if you had a team with two good players you could do amazing things like John Wall and mm. Bradley Beal should be enough, but now it's not that yeah. your team's just kind of like not even close. No, but I think it's it's become more of a team thing, and less about individuals. I personally think. Yeah, yeah, no, it has. Mm. Yeah, but he's still a valuable indiv- individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's rumors now, and I'm guessing they will be looking at trading him very quietly. Um, if Bo- say Boston threw everything at him, they're like Jason Tatum. Um, a future first-round pick, uh, Jalen Brown, whatever you want. A whole bunch of Celtics are going to be crap once they go to your crap franchise. Um, uh, it would be pretty amazing to see him like on a good team with other stars. Like They'd turn them into an ultimate kind of dream team. But before Boogie got injured, I thought it would be quite cool to see the teams that have got bigs trade with the teams who have got littles. So it's like a few teams based on two stars – that play basically the similar role, you know? Yeah. You've got um, uh, Trailblazers, McCullum and Lillard, mm. Wizards, Wall and Beal, um, and then, of course, you've got the two bigs on the Clippers, although they previously had Black Griffin. Well, now Detroit, Andre Drummond. And- yeah, 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 exactly, Detroit. Yeah. They've got this problem where they've got two guys who play in... So- like, Andre Drummond's just going to clog the lane for Black Griffin. It's an effing spacing disaster. Mm. I know DeAndre uh, Jordan managed to do it, but... Um, they obviously had a bit of chemistry going, which these Detroit guys aren't going to have. Um, or the Pelicans. They have two bigs. Just do a swap. This is the swap, assuming Cousin was still healthy. Go the best player on the um, – this would never happen, but the best player on the Blazers, um, Lillard, for the best player on the um, – or do it the other way. Do the second best player. Yeah. Do Cousins for um, McCullum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, yeah, so switch yeah. them around. So Cousins and Lillard, uh, Davis and McCullum, and just let them balance their team a little bit more. Yeah. And also give um, McCullum a chance to break out as well because he's got potential. I'd like to see that happen, but obviously not now. But yeah, Detroit, give one of your bigs to um, uh, Washington and get someone back. So a, I'll put that into the trade machine later and see if it works out. Um, what a sad career for Boban, I reckon. Mm. He like was a star breakout. He was not a star. No, 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 but he was like a, a meme. Yeah, well, he was a, he was a funny looking player. <laughs> for And with potential for the Spurs. Well, hardly. And he got taken away from the Spurs. Instantly became bad. Still got given a great contract by the if well not great but great for how good he was by the Pistons, idiots. And um, he's not worth it. So he's literally getting offloaded as a bad contract. Like he never got a chance to even. He never got. I guess he's just not good. But he never even got a chance to be a good, normal player. He was just like an up and comer, and then a bad contract. And that's right. his career. I guess he makes millions of dollars. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we Magic Mayhem it? Yeah, speaking of uh, great teams who've got the future, keep it tight. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. The Umbo! I like to sit down. The Umbo! I'm close to the Orlando Magic. I used to be jealous of Mary McFarlane. We're taking every game personal. I'm not Alfred. Sit down. Oh, wow! <laughs> that is pure magic. You seem dead inside and you've lost the will to live. No, but uh, so the Magic only played once since we last spoke, I think. And uh, they, were, they were beating the Pacers quite well. <laughs> Five out 25 points. And, um, and then... I called it. The, a great tanking move. They decided to lose the game. Yeah, didn't you say that? You're like, recently they've been doing some really nice fourth quarter... <laughs> yeah, chokes. Yeah, chokes. They've been, like, yeah, on a recent string, they've been winning games and then losing it right at the end, yeah. which is the dream way to tank. But this was double kind of heartbreak yeah. because... I, I wanted just to talk today about Rob Hennigan, who, for those of you who aren't that familiar with the front office of the Magic, he was our old GM... And For those of you who aren't familiar with the um, the back office of the Orlando Magic, they're currently um, trying to make some T-shirts for fan night. What is the back office? I don't know. Maybe it's like the people who organise like the cleaning staff or something like that. Yeah, probably. You don't hear about the back office moves. You only hear about the front office moves. Like, what is the back? I don't know. The back. Like, are they changing book, the popcorn prices? Booking the entertainment. Booking the um, the, the Chinese anthem. lady who balances cups at halftime. Yeah. Or the BMXer who does some cool bike tricks. Or that dude. I hate that dude. I want to do an investigation into the guy who stacks chairs and he climbs up. The old man. Yeah, I hate him. Man, He's called like a... the Incredible Andre or something. Just stop watching halftime shows. No, no, that guy. Screw him. So whatever team he's doing it for, he'll wear a custom-built um, like yeah. silk like flare that's suit. That's classy, mate. That's cool. But in the team colors of the color he's performing for. Yeah, that's great. No, nah, that's bandwagon. That's classy. No. He's... Oh, you're saying like because you've seen him do multiple teams. You're yeah. Like, you know the he first time I saw him, I remember it was Golden State and he was wearing blue, white, and yellow. Knows, oh, my God. Do you think he knows that his... Performance has been broadcast around the world on League Pass? I don't know. That's quite interesting because he, he obviously wears, doesn't. He just thinks he's playing he's in the stadium got, so they won't know. Yeah, he's you got know. colours for every team. You're like he's a fake-ass fan. He is. Yeah. 
I don't respect him one bit. And he does real weird poses. And he always he pretends that it's real wobbly when it's not. Yeah, Yeah, no shit. No, but no. The woman, the woman intentionally drop balls to show it's hard. The woman flicking the cups onto her head. She has talent. He is a no talent hack who jumps (laughs) on bandwagons depending what city he's in. Nah, okay. Get out of here. Okay. Um, His talent is that he climbs very high on stacked chairs. Yeah. And if they do do fall. He will die because he's yeah. so old. Well, I'm surprised he'd die. That's exciting. He could die doing anything. If that woman who stacks so the cups old. on her head, if she falls, she's probably going to bounce back. She's like 30. Yeah. No, but he is a goner. Yeah, yeah but, no, but the thing is, there's no risk because, like, what? He falls and dies. He was probably going to die of old age, like, <laughs> real soon anyway. Next day, anyway. Um, you also get really annoyed at the um, uh, children's slam dunk competition. Oh, no. So just the. No, I love it when it's a cute kid. Yeah. The other day I was watching it. I can't remember what game it was. It might have been the Magic. Yeah. They had they brought out a hoop, and it was kids slam dunk comp. And then he went with the first dunk. He went. He went. Here's um. Here's little Andrew. He was like Andrew. How old are you? And he was like (laughs) fourteen. He was quite small, but that's too old. When I was fourteen, like when fourteen year olds can dunk real hoops, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, but not, not yeah, me, not, common, yeah, not me, yeah, but tall, some people yeah. can. Yeah, and um, yeah, how old are you? And I'm 37 years old. No, but so like when I was 14, that would be better. A, like a quite old person. No but, no, but not even quite old. Yeah, just get adults on adults. small hoops. It's like um when they do when they do the, the trampoline dunking. Mm. Watching a, a bunch I'm, of like mildly athletic 25 year olds do it in in cargo shorts is terrible, but whenever they get the fans to do it. Amazing. Mm. Like you get a fat guy who can't even get half the way to the hoop. Yeah. Entertainment. When I was in high school, aka, I'm thinking my early years, when I was 13. The early years. In high Paul school. Paul Williams in high school. But the early years of high school. Yeah. AKA. Well, you've said the yeah, early yeah, no, years no, no, but, no, but highlighting the age. Yeah. 13, yeah. 14. Yeah. We used to go into the gym yeah. and sometimes we would get out a trampoline yeah. and we'd run in, we'd bounce off it and we'd do dunks on full-size hoops yeah. and we'd do... 360s through the legs yeah. on full size hoops off a little cool tramp. Bank. Yeah, cool. But um, yeah, real cool. Then these kids were that age, fourteen. Yeah. And he just he was like, they're like, what's it called? And he's like, I call this one the Aaron Gordon. And it's like, okay, weird to name it just about a current player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he runs in. So it was the magic. Now it's that I think about it, it's amazing someone couldn't name because the first one called it the magic. Aaron Gordon. And he just ran in, one foot took off from one foot. Mm. Just walk, just like a one hand dunk. Isn't he dunking like a like it a was, minor ten, uh, like a? It was like Fisher kids Price, hoop, Fisher Price hoop, kids yeah. hoop. The hoop was like lower than his head was, like yeah. when he stood. Yeah, and that was what he went with. The second kid went in. It's almost harder if you're taller than the hoop. I can't remember what the second kid did. Some BS. And then the third kid ran in and tried to three sixty, but it was terrible. Stop it was like watching more it. of a one eighty, and he won by a mile. You should be, you should be the judge and be like. No, you I thought it was a 360, that was a piece of shit. Yeah, I should. You see, this is just a 180, bro. I was counting the rotations. If I'd been judging, it would have been zeros all round. But um, Magic Mayhem, I just want to talk quickly about Rob Hennigan because oh, he used to be the GM. I and he, you from talking about this. It was so sad watching the Magic lose to Oladipo, who is an all-star. Shout out to him, <laughs> forever my guy. And, uh, your guy, mate. and then DeMarta Sabonis. It was like... 
the Pacers were intentionally drawing up plays for these guys to just kill us down the stretch. For people who don't know, those two players were both on the Magic and they traded them away for Terrence yes. Ross. And who's that tall Anyway, player? enough. That's the end of Magic Mayhem. They got schooled by the X players. Sh- should we do this Sad. little game that I designed? Yeah, bro. Let's get into so it. So I had it last week prepared, but we didn't have time. Oh, great. Uh, so We've this got is... plenty of time this week. We've run out of chat already. No, this has been good. Some good chat. Weird, so here's the thing: the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Can't say it. Too what, are you, tired. what are you talking about? I'm talking. I was teasing. Sorry. Well, I can't hear. I've got headphones on. Um, I can't hear any. I haven't heard anything you've said. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. So the good stuff. the Los Angeles Lakers, their front office, they have two guys, right? The two main guys. Mm. I think Magic Johnson, who's like the head of basketball operations or something, president, mm. and then Rob Palenka, who's I think the GM. And they both Dream have team. very funny ways of of saying stuff. Well, Magic's taking the piss. Magic, for those of you who don't know, he says basically he states very obvious things, yeah. like it's a hot take, yeah. And he says it in a very kind of dry manner. He always lists the people who he thinks are going to be all stars, and he's like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, <laughs> Stephen Curry, yeah, Giannis. He like lists the, like the most popular yeah. players. Um, Captain or, Obvious. Recently, he said um, on Twitter. He thinks Giannis could win a championship in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, highly possible. He's, he's Captain Obvious. Then Rob Palenka, on the other hand, he kind of uh, goes a bit crazy and, and goes way over the top with his... He makes these big, grand statements, very romantic. Yeah. And so I thought they both have such funny ways of talking. Okay. So I would, um, I would make a random selection of quotes, yeah. and you've got to guess. It should be quite easy because... Uh, oh, don't take it away from me. It's no. very hard. And if okay. I get some right, I've got a high level of intelligence. Okay, here we go. Ladies. What? Why'd you say ladies? Just, just saying ladies. Keep okay. the game. Okay, number one. Laker fans all over should be happy with the number two pick because the Lakers will get another really good player. Ah, uh, That's Magic Johnson. Correct. Number two, Laker Nation. I would love to see Kevin Durant in the purple and gold. <laughs> um, yeah, also Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's, it makes me question his intelligence. I mean, obviously he's very smart. He's made a lot of money. I'm saying that though Trump made a lot of Oh, okay. Maybe he's not that smart. Okay, option number three. I would venture to guess there's people in this room familiar with the stories in the book of Genesis. Where there was a time when the Israelites were wandering in the desert. What? And all of a sudden, bread came down from heaven. That's kind of what today feels like for us, to have Kentavious Coldwell Pope join the team. Yes! Yes! I love that. That will be uh, Rob, whatever his Blinker. name is. Blinker. Correct. Amazing. Number Kentavious, is he playing well? <laughs> Mate, it was oh. like it was a miracle. He was sent from God. Man from heaven. Okay. Uh, number four. Laker Nation. The first free agent the Lakers should go after is Kevin Durant. Oh my god. Magic Johnson. Yeah. What a legend. Okay, I should really stop saying Laker Nation. Yeah, he's because it's quite a giveaway. Okay. Number five. DeMar DeRozan should be one of the free agents we go after this summer. Is this Allowed that Magic Johnson. That sounds like tampering. I think this was before he was the president. Okay. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Uh. He's such a transcendent talent. You look at 
great visionaries like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, those great visionaries have a way of having an impact beyond how most people get judged. And I think Lonzo's like that. Oh my God, Rob Palenka. That's Correct. amazing. Uh, and just a couple more. I heard recently the Lakers were getting like talks from Elon Musk and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not translating to wins, but maybe it makes <laughs> them better place, people. Um, two more, just for fun. The Lakers should call LeBron James's agent. We know he's going to stay in Cleveland, but they should go after him just in case he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea, Magic. And last but not least, maybe one of my favorites. If you ran a poll of NBA coaches, I bet all of them would take King James on their team in a heartbeat. With an exclamation mark as well. Oh my God. Magic Johnson. Correct. You 100%. Are Rob Plink is probably funnier though. Like, what a nutter. Yeah, I, I like his quotes. They're great. What are you doing? Trying to kill a fly. On the table where all the recording equipment is. Yes. Okay. Um, I almost killed it though. I want to do a really quick clip of the week. Yeah. Please. Right, are you going to do it up the, Yeah, you can do it. Okay. I'm, well, no, I'm going to say no, but you've said it's quick and you've said it nicely. Clip of the week is the worst segment we've ever done. No, people show. love it. Really, my, no, who loves it? Everyone, oh, my Twitter feed's blowing up with people no, love. No, it's not. Guys, if you. Clip of the week is going to get cut. So you've got to tweet at Guy, use the hashtag right. save clip of the week, <laughs> hashtag save clip of the week, and like, hashtag. No. Don't tweet at me because I get a lot of tweets. Hashtag free back. Steve Mullings as well. Okay. okay. Um, um, no, just Clip of the Week. A has the most unimaginative title. Clip of the Week. Clip of the Week. It's B, it it's literally a guy on the podcast explaining a clip he's seen that is cool that no yeah. one can appreciate as much as the guy who's watched it. Today, I'm going to do something different, but first, oh let's hear that sting. Clip, 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 clip. It's that clip of the week. It's that clip of the week. So, I'm not actually going to. Re- I am going to quickly explain the clip. But this clip was, uh, I think, 27 days ago. And I wasn't going to share it, but the thing is, I can't stop thinking about it. Every few days, I think back and I wonder what happened in that clip. So here's what happened in the clip. The Spurs were playing at Madison Square Garden. They were playing the Knicks, obviously. Manu Ginobili had the ball on the three-point line. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge was on the ins- He was getting face-guarded by his man, so he was on yeah. the hoop side of his man, yeah. and he wanted a lob over the top because yeah. he had a seal. Uh, Manu throws the pass too far. He was quite close to the hoop, but he throws it too far and it sails over his head and goes into the hoop, swish. Right? But it goes quite, it's quite. Happens so fast. It happens so fast because usually a shot's quite um, high and soft. Yeah. This one kind of bullets in, so everyone's kind of stunned. Basically, the ball comes out, and what happens next is what. Interests me, right? Because that happens, like, that's not that uncommon that someone accidentally throws it in the hoop. It happens a couple times a year. Yeah. But what happens next is what I love. Because what happens is Michael Beasley grabs the ball and he takes off down the court without inbounding it. He dribbles off. So what, I've, what I think happens here is that he, he must have genuinely not known it went in. Yeah. 
because here's the two options. Either that happened or he has seen it go in Mm. and he has done an insanely ballsy move knowing that there's thousands of people watching the game and he's just... So I don't think that's what happened. But here's what happened. It's like Maradona with the hand of God. Porzingis, I feel like he maybe sees it goes in and is then like, okay, we're doing this. (laughs) And he takes off down the court on offense. The other three Knicks, it's like Doug McDermott. uh, I can't actually remember who the other three are. Maybe Courtney Lee and maybe one other. I can't remember. Frank Frank Nisikalina. I can't say his name. They 100% see it go in, right? They basically drop their head. One of them starts cleaning dust off his shoes, ready to get inbound at the ball. And then when they see what's going on, they're like, oh, sweet. (laughs) Good move, Michael. (laughs) And they take off down the court. I just think the whole thing's very funny. Eventually, the Spurs uh, argue so much that the refs blow their whistle and I think go over it. Unspursy thing. You assume the Spurs would be so up so much and winning so easily that they just yeah. let it go. They'd just be like, oh, well. No, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty weird to Michael score Pace. a basket and then the other team plays on and the refs don't notice. Yeah. Like, it's natural to get... Um, but yeah, I just love... I love the idea that it was a ballsy move by Michael Beasley. But, uh, but I also just love the idea that everyone else was just like, okay, yeah. and then let's, let's do it. That's and what they, they do. That's what um, Maradona did. Um, with the hand of God. Yeah. He just great. scored it and then he was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Rugby players do it when it's a 50 50 try. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's great. You mentioned Steve Mullings just before. Yeah. Hashtag the guy, free, the, free he's the Jamaican uh, sprinter who went mm. to America as opposed to staying in Jamaica. The, he, he reckons the Jamaican team was doping without him and didn't like him because he's going to America with his proper drug tests. Yeah. And so he claims that when he came back, they. Failed his drug test. He was framed. Him. He was Paul, framed Paul's by Jadko. I'm a you, big you supporter. You had an update of Steve. Oh, Mullins I do. Going on with him, so um, when I first runner, read about him, like, framed by his own drug taking country. Yeah, when I first read about him, like maybe two years ago now, I uh, I added him on Facebook the other day. He accepted me. Maybe he had heard the podcast and had heard me starting the movement. Lost your mind. So yeah, tweet hashtag save clip of the week hashtag free Steve Mullings. Oh my god. Uh, and, and also, I'm, I am planning to do an interview with Steve Mullins. That's why I added him, because I wanted to Facebook message him. And uh, it's going to happen. So also, don't write any investigative, is that a word? Pieces on Steve Mullins, because I'm going to do that. No uh, one is going to steal that idea. It's the worst idea. Now, I feel sorry for Steve Mullins. If, it, if, if what he's saying is true, there'd be nothing worse than like having like that, like mm. a country. Because... It's so easy to read them as well because the Jamaican doping authority has been rumored to be dodgy because they, they obviously are. test their own athletes and they're like, they're clean. And then they fail quite a lot of drug tests. Yeah. So they could easily, it's funny that they'd fail the guy that they, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I just well, want to say. Congrats on getting a Facebook ad. I kind of thought you'd have more of an update than that. but I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Uh, I think last, was it last episode or maybe two ago, I said that I thought NBA teams were bad at boxing out. Yeah. 24 hours later, the Miami Heat lost that game to the Sacramento Kings where they shot it. Three Miami Heat guys just turned and just stared at it. Mm. Darren Fox, who was getting marked by Goran Dragic, who didn't box him out, he just jogs in, jumps up, and just dunks back a game winner. And all, all Goran 
Dragic had to do was box him out, and that wouldn't have happened. And uh, I just thought it was yep. amazing that that happened straight after Mate, I, I said it. more players. We already know a lot of GMs listening to the podcast. More players uh, need to get in there and do it. Mm. Um, okay, time for Where's the World of Thabo Cephalosha? Okay. Let's we get to it. find out. Well, he sneaks around the world from Istanbul to Oklahoma, saving ladies who were drowning, scoring hoops and getting steals. With that solid on ball defense, better hope this man ain't on ya. Tell me, where in the world is Cephalosha? It's actually, I should have really done this update earlier, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But it's bad news. Has he moved? No. Uh, but there has been a, a, a big. Uh, update in the world of Tavo Sifalosha. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it, I think it was maybe a couple of weeks ago you now. You updated us in like, about his whereabouts in like eight weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, while running back oh, to defend die. a fast break against die. the Charlotte Hornets. So when I mocked Omar Asik and he had he got, or something. No, he got injured. Ah. Season ending. Ah. Injury. Which That's is a real shame because he was averaging 8.2 points a game. 4.2 rebounds, 1.4 steals while shooting 50%. He was playing well. No his best offensive season of his career. Yeah, and just, um, just tell me, where is he? Well, so I went on his wife's Instagram and she posted a photo of them at the hospital. Him in, him in a foot, leg in a cast Which in hospital? a wheelchair. Don't know. Maybe he lives in Los Angeles. When no, he's it looks like Utah. Time. Salt Lake so you City. Don't actually, so the truth is you don't know where he is. No, he's in Utah, man. How still. do you know? Uh, Instagram so his wife's news. last post is her in their house, and she says that she calls herself a nurse. And I think it's—I don't know if she's an actual nurse or if she's just saying because she's been looking after him. Mm. I think that's the case. Yeah. And she's going out on a break tonight, so she's going out on a, okay, can you get a, a night out. Wife's but outside the window, it d- definitely looks like Salt Lake City off in the horizon. Okay. Um, it's gone too far. But. Can I just wrap say, up the podcast? What are you going to say? Just a fun fact. You always say, can I just say? Yes, you can. It's a two-person podcast. You can say whatever you want. Okay. Say Bush did 9-11. Well, funny you say that because I just want to say that Bush did do 9-11. <laughs> Free Steve Mullings. Okay. Is that what you wanted to say if your last thing? Yes, Bush did 9-11. Okay. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened to the podcast. Uh, thanks to Paul for being a guest. Mm. Also, the CIA did kill JFK. Yeah. <laughs> Do your own research. Uh, I'm glad you didn't get annoyed from me saying you're a guest. Uh, great I podcast, didn't notice. Great chat. Um, I've been Guy Williams, and that's been my guest, Paul Williams. No, 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 no. And, Just uh, do the normal sign-off. I've been Guy Williams. And Bush and did 9-11. Been... <laughs> Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.